We'll see you guys on the other side. Look, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I love TikTok. Don't get me wrong. And please, TikTok, don't, don't ban me. But I don't, <laughs> don't ban me. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if like I'm gonna be on. I don't know if like I don't know. I would much rather like if I were to make an impact on twenty to thirty people's life or chefs like a, a young mm-hmm. cook, young chef. It, it's way more meaningful to me than posting a viral video. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know, mm. man. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I need to do a better job of making content that is bound to go viral. You know, I was in this phase yeah. where I was just making, I was just making videos that I knew would pop off that were either like enticing or grabbing mm-hmm. or like, you know, controversial. But the problem is, is I didn't like creating that type of content. You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't, you have to like, yeah, it. it didn't feel like me. Like, like I'll give you a prime example. Like I love, um, you know, Huli, um, H H H Wu leave or what's his name? I'm butcher's name. Uh, H Wu. Which one? H Wu. H Wu. H Wu. Yeah, H Wu. And uh, you know Sam Seeds. Mm. I love the videos, man. I love the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go to the comment sections, like, dude, I hate to say it, man. They're just like, like, you know, this this is a trend. I'm sorry to say, it's just a trend. And the problem is, yeah. is like, this is for me. It's in the entertainment category. You know what I mean? Mm. And these videos get views, but like, then you see all the people in the comments asking questions like, Hey, how did you do this? What did you do this? And then it's like, you know, they're like, I don't know, man. It's just like, dude, I would hate to get trapped in that uh, mindset of making videos just like that. And then not being able to get out of it, you know? But it was like a, it's like a cat. It's like a fast paced cut kind of sequence video. Yep, you know? It's like music. And, and actually, you know what? I'm going to make yeah, one like musical. that. I, I want to make one like that just to do it. But like, if you notice, man, like, I don't know, man, I feel like, you know, who have, you know, who, who has the same video, like me and sad poppy, we probably have like the same type of uh, videos. You know what I mean? But uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You sad poppy and, um, and John. Yeah. John Kung. Yeah. Man, I'll bring this up all the time. Wood, wood fire whiskey, man. Like, did I love his videos? Wood fire he shoots his videos, bro. Come on, man. It's golden. But I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, man. I That's feel if you like, have a top down video. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have, I have the cameras, but like, I just don't want to edit it. Yeah. And so, in you know multi. what, you know what, Casey, I've, it's fairly easy, but I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Listen, I'm with you on that. Guess what? I've outsourced editing and I am on it. Video Husky, <laughs> video Husky. I got the biggest package and I'm like, video listen, husky. I'm not going to lie. I've, I, um, and this is an exclusive and I, I'm only going to mention it just mm. a little bit, but, um, I actually shot a wild boar and Ooh. I made six to seven dishes out of it and uh, okay. I, I got all the content but the thing is is we're talking 300 gigs of video yeah it's a lot that's what and i'm saying i, sh- I shot when you're doing 4K, it i shot with my iphone and it's messy dude it's messy mm. let me tell you something the biggest relief of my life was clicking the link and putting it in this tab for video husky to, to <laughs> take care of it right like, hey and I'm like, I'm, I'm just dumb. I should have just done this. Like a lot. I just, all I did was I made space in my budget to make this happen. Like I yeah. love shooting content. I love cooking. I love teaching. I love education, but I don't, I don't mind editing. I'll do it. But bro, I get trapped mm. dog where it takes me hours and I'm just not good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You know, I'm just not good at it, man. I'm not like, I'm not fast and efficient. Like Marco, like we did a collab. We did a collab with me, Marco mm. and Albert did a collab dog. We were done with the collab. He drove an hour and a half home chilled mm. for a little bit hopped on his computer around eight o'clock edited three videos before edited our three videos before 9 30 mm. three he did it yes three videos yeah well he's a pro guy but that's you what i'm saying? saying he went to film school he knows what he's doing he's very fast and efficient yeah. you know he's got his color grading downs dog me 
one sixty mm-hmm. second TikTok, four hours, six hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it is what it is, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, man. Yeah. I am not a good no, editor. I man. get it. I got ADHD like a mother flower. But anyway, let's give the people <laughs> what they want. Let's give the people what they want, man. Let's talk about the drama. Yo. Give us a summary. Yo, let's talk keep about it, some drama. Yeah, keep it so, under five, five minutes. Is okay. anybody on this? Uh, anybody I'll keep on it under five side? minutes, right? Yeah, we got about we got about four people. So for the for the people oh, that are on here, so a little bit of TikTok drama, right? Uh, Brandon, or rather, I should phrase it like this: w- Going from a culinary standpoint, right? When I sent you the video, yeah, what did you think of it? Before so, I get into the drama, yeah. So so here's the thing. I mean, the pro- the thing is, is I'm edgy. Okay. I don't want to say I'm an expert in the field, but I know exactly I what you're you. making. And the reason why I know is because back in the day when I uh, I used to, as an American, I only knew uh, four hours. I feel for like editing. Uh, I only knew ramen as the instant ramen package, right? Okay. Fast forward. Got it, got it, got it. I had a bowl of ramen at Momofuku. It changed my life. Mm-hmm. It literally changed my life as a young cook. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I always thought ramen was the instant top ramen. I never knew ramen mm. was, was what it was. But anyway, that put me in a deep dive into the rabbit hole of ramen. And mm-hmm. what you made was, you know, ma- how do you say it? Maku or Maku? Ma- Mayu. 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 Yeah, Mayu. M-A-Y-U. And it's mm-hmm. pretty much a black garlic sauce. But it is like the way I was taught was three shades of garlic. So it's it's scorched, three shades, yep. scorched roasted. And then kind of just like sauteed. And then um, mm-hmm. the way I saw Homeboy do it was with um, he took the garlic and he shaved it really thin and then he dehydrated it. And then that's what he used. Now, but I've mm-hmm. seen multiple ways on how to do this. But here's the thing. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, dude, what is he doing? Like, hold up. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this not right? But then it was funny because he was like, hey, this is my this is my garlic chef. I know it looks weird, but this is what it's called. This is for tonkatsu mm-hmm. ramen. Especially it's supposed to cut through the fat. He's like, this is a Japanese mm. preparation. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was like, you know, I was one of those chefs that were like, oh, okay, I don't know this. I need to like research it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just researched it real quick. And I was like, okay, this is legit. And um, so I kind of knew exactly like what, what you were making. And mm. uh, unfortunately, other people, Yo. they don't, they can't wrap their head around. And then, you know what? This is, the, this is the problem nowadays. Everybody has an opinion, but like, look who's the dummy now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's not just opinions though. Like I have... I have actual other chefs attacking me saying if this was in my kitchen, I'd laugh you out loud. I'm like, oh, OK. Or like my favorite was um, who, who's your chef? I, w- I would have kicked you out. I was like, oh, excuse me. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry. My bad. I'm sorry about that. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm replying to them in in a nice way. Like I, I want to inform them that it's an actual process and a technique. But to them, I guess it's so foreign yeah. in their brain that they don't understand. So. It's, and and, and uh, I'll be honest, you... arguably, I think your way that you made it is genius because you're adding the crispy mm. shallots, which add a different level of umami and yeah. sugar to that sauce. You know what I'm saying? You need and the sugar. Oil. Yeah. See, and, like, and like, you would you know, notice that. And I'm like, yo, that's that's fucking genius, Doug, to be honest. Because mm. if you think about it, I'm going to be like the classic French uh, French crispy shallots. You know, when you do the crispy shallots in the oil, dog, we never mm. throw that oil away, man. Ever. Of course, that oil is used. So I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, that was that was pro- it. Probably leveled it up so much, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people just people don't understand. They're uneducated, and the problem is, is, it's up to us. And Casey, you can agree. Like, I feel like I have a deep down desire to help younger 
chefs, the generation of younger yeah. chefs. And actually, you know, Same. what, matter of fact, I'm going to make that my video tomorrow. I'm going to do it at your video and I'm going to explain because, you know, I think there's a lot of people that kind of just, you know, they're easy to, you know, with the Twitter fingers, but at the same time, it's yeah, like, oh, very. Man, like you guys are, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, excuse my language, but. Bro, no, no, no. So this is, I'm reading this comment verbatim. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you. Go it's ahead. a little, it's a little wordy. Um, this guy goes, give me a sec. He actually sent me a, a private message. This oh, guy. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just pull it up real quick. Uh, fuck you and your process. You're trash. You're an exec. This, this is a literal message from this dude. I was like, okay. A little, a little aggressive. I didn't show that. Yeah. Again, like I, I don't want to put this guy in blast. It oh. is what it is. That's his comment. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just like, did you even, did you even look up what, what I did? It's two, cause it's two preparations, right? I've, I know how to do Japanese part. Yeah. But like, I'm like, I need a spicy component. I was like, what if I combine Sichuan peppercorn with it yeah. at the same time? Like, I want a spicy oil with it. Yeah. But to coat the tongue. But the whole purpose of it, Chef has never, um, he's never had um, like Japanese cooking, like yeah. ever in his life. So he's all full on French. So it's like, let me try this for you. Let me show you what I can do, especially this flavor. He's never had that numbing sensation in his mouth. So he was like, wow, this is super interesting. I was like, yeah. Yeah. This is, dude, this is the preparation. Did you use, use red Szechuan peppercorns? I really like the green ones. I used the red and there's a couple of green ones in there that I didn't show, but there's, there's a, a, a teaspoon of the green. And yeah. Also I feel like, you know, when it comes to Szechuan peppercorns, I love the red ones, but they're, you know, it's crazy because the green ones have such a different profile, you know, mm -hmm. and the red uh, ones are soapy, yeah. very soapy. Yeah, exactly. The green and ones it's, are peppery. It's, it's, it's funny because you know uh, you're right. When you mix them together, it, it brings up a you know it brings up a different level. But anyway, continue. Sorry, I don't want to take over. Yeah, 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 no, no. So this guy literally took out of his way to send me a message. What, what, I replied back. Like, hey, the whole thing. Read the whole thing. Hold on, hold on. I'm pull it back to you right now because it's this guy's bananas. So anyway, as as we all know, you you and I have a, a few mutuals. Yeah, in our buddies, Jem Jem is attacking this guy. He's like, yo, what? He found out the dude's name. I don't know how he did it. Facebook, uh, but Facebook. apparently, yeah, yeah, Facebook, right? He's an exec chef for uh, uh, Hilton in, um, oh. I think one of the one of the hotels for uh, in Connecticut. I'm like Jem, um, maybe a little aggressive there. Dude. And then I have two other CDCs, but like, bro, he's doing a Mayu preparation. Where the fuck you? And then they're asking for resumes. I'm like, guys, just uh, just hold up a little bit. Yeah. But the one that really got me wild up, though, hold on, let me see if I can pull it up to you. Because this dude, he was like, hold on, while I kind of search. You know for what? It. I'm sorry. You know what? Okay, for the listeners, for the listeners, for the uh, for the listeners and the people watching, we need to show the video. You should just show your black garlic video and kind of explain oh, it, I like should, narrate it. I you know what I'm saying? It, huh? So that way the people that are listening, they understand what's kind of what's going on because we're kind of like talking, but like some it. people don't even know. So like if you're if you're listening to this or you're like trying to catch up, go to Casey's profile and just watch his uh, most viral video. It's it's black garlic. We're going to play it on the screen now. But if you're riding your car or you're listening at work, go check out the video real quick. So, you know, what we're talking about. OK, go ahead. That way they can see the, so, you know, we'll play it. Mm -hmm. So for everybody on the YouTube space right now, we're going to play it for you. Um, uh, also, currently, it's almost it's almost 750K right now. It's insane. Like I'm the, <laughs> Let's go. It, it keeps many, going up. How many it's followers you get? Bananas. How much followers you get? Uh, 4,000. Nice, 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 nice. You yeah, just need yeah. to get to 10K. Once you get to 10K, it, makes it, it gets easy. Mm. So check this out. Some garlic in a steel pan on medium. So again, right? This is how it looks like. About they're also attacking me for my pants, how black it is. But I'm like...
guys, it, it, it it's not my pants. It's subjective. These are these are steel pants. Yeah, you know? it's subjective. Like, they last. It's subjective. You'll have people forever. on both sides of the argument. One saying, "Oh, it's seasoned." Mm. One saying, "Oh, it's not clean." I'm not. I'm not fucking around with that. So same thing with cast iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, next. Same exactly uh, right. Same thing. <laughs> next. Let it keep going. You're gonna have to turn it down. Also, the salt thing. People are commenting. Um, that's way too much salt. I'm like, guys, it's a pinch of salt. Yeah. So for subjective. everyone aware, subjective. It's like a, it's literally like a teaspoon. No, and then when, this when is you're, when you're making an oil. When you're making an oil, when you taste three drops of that oil, trust me, you will taste a flake, literally less than a flake of salt. You need to over season. It's never yeah, mind. Keep going. Really does. I don't know. They don't, don't understand though. I know. It's and okay. This is the other second most viral comment in that th- thread. How? how fast I'm doing this. They're like, they're, you're going to cut a finger off. But I'm like, not really. But if you look at it, while that's going, you're going to take some shallow. It will kind of mess you up, you know? Slice into my yeah. We're going to salt it to draw out the water. And this is what it looks like. And then look, there's kind of three stages in there, right? You see like yeah. the really burnt ends. They're really yeah, the, not the thing is, so The thing roasted. is, is there's 30,000 ways you can make this. You can make this oil. Trust me. Yeah. I've seen almost 10 preparations. Everybody does it different, mm. bro. It's not like... Listen, what, what you're saying is I totally download. You are a trained professional chef. If you were to mm-hmm. take roasted garlic and put it in the olive oil and, you know, bring it up, like that is not creative because so many people have done it. This is you taking your spin and putting it on it. Yeah. And listen, whether they like it or not, it's subjective. All of it. Keep go ahead and keep playing the video. Yeah. 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 So there we go. I'll play the rest of it. Cause like it's pretty self-inflammatory. And then they, they understand this part. Where I said 200 for about 30 minutes. Yep. You have to slowly release the rest of the moisture out of the the the, the shallots and the garlic. Yep. Which I'm going to argue is genius, man. I think this part right mm-hmm. here is genius because you, it's like you and just and added, rare. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying it is. It needs to you, be this color. Just, yeah. But you just added like literally a handful of sugar to that. You know what I'm saying? That's in my eyes. That's what mm-hmm. it's like. And I'm like, you know what? This is a great idea because you're not only are you balancing this, the bitterness throughout the cooking process mm-hmm. with onions, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're making it cohesive. And that's the thing. That's what people don't understand. It's like, there's layers to shit, man. There is layers. Yeah, man. And, and listen, I'll, I'll be honest, man, I got murdered. I got murdered at Cafe Balud for making black garlic in the dehydrator. Okay. Now remember this. Oh. Now this was circa 2010, 2011. Black mm. garlic wasn't even a thing, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing. And I remember having this black garlic. I'm like, chef, listen. And they're like, wait, that's fucking burnt. What kind of restaurant <laughs> do you think this is? This is burnt. I'm like, yeah. no, chef, it's not. It's actually sweet. I'm like, this is sweet mm-hmm. and it's very umami, like almost like. And then I took the black garlic, and he's like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you want you want to get us all shut down? And I'm like, chef, are you just gonna try you to get us all shut like, down? Listen, if it, if you don't like it, I understand, but I think this is really cool. I saw it on, I don't know where I saw it, but I saw it somewhere. I'm a young cook at this time, dude. I cut the, I cut this garlic in half. I squeeze it out, and then I put like, uh, you know, like three tablespoons of soy sauce, and I mashed it up, mm. right? Mashed it up, yeah. And then I made a vinaigrette out of it. And I remember, Amazing. Uh, you know, also smashing a garlic clove and rubbing it on beef. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it was different. And then guess what? Then he put it on the menu like a little bitch. He was like this. Yeah, he, of course he did. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, like, okay. little bitch. Don't say that wasn't my <laughs> idea, bitch. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. We'll play the rest. But like yeah. the the only trick is part to this. But you, you Brandon, you would notice yeah. when it turns brown like this, you have about maybe 15 seconds in between. So mm-hmm. this, this is like the only thing that I'm watching for. When it's on high, that's like the, the most crucial of this technique, but the rest is super easy. Yeah. And then you kind of see the greens in there, sort of. Oh, I Just can't see it on, on the screen. Is you, are you sharing? Yeah. 
Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. But that's it. It just loops. Yep. And then the part two of it is I blitz it in a food processor. And yeah. that's how you get uh, the flakes. But man, I mean, if you, there's three guys really arguing with, with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, burnt garlic equals bitter. I'm like, yes, yeah. I yes. know. I understand. Yeah. I want the bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, and, and here's the thing, here's thing, and I'm gonna explain this to you, and you're gonna you're gonna understand exactly why. And um, you know, I learned this the hard way, especially with um, with Joshua Skeens um, at Saison. And the thing is, is in in Chinese cooking, and Jap- in Japanese cooking, in all other cooking aspects in different cultures, you know, bitterness is part of it. A lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it. A Seriously. big part. Big Dude, part. Bitterness is part of it, man. And you know what? It's so true. Like, I'll be honest. Uh, you know. They just don't know and they don't understand because they have that. They, and, and we're all, we're all, we are all succumbed to this as American chefs. Mm. We do not have bitter in our freaking repertoire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't treat, we don't teach it at school. We don't teach it in restaurants. We, you know, guess what? We, you know, guess what we have? We have freaking loads of sugar everywhere. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Everything. It's sweet. So, and you know, it's true, man. And it's like, listen, I'll give you a prime example. Um, the pastry chef for Wolfgang Puck, Chef Kamel. Dude, he's he's mm. a rock star. He worked with Robuchon for years. Robuchon's corporate wow. chef, okay, and at Robuchon Las Vegas, okay. This guy is a freaking rock star, the best pastry chef in the world. I think he's one of the best pastry chefs I've ever met. And it's funny mm. because uh, like we went toe to toe a couple times, and it was amazing. But let me tell you something. He cooks That's his fun. he cooks his caramel when he's making caramel ice cream. He cooks it almost burnt. 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 Yeah, man. He cooks it almost Absolutely. burnt. He's like he's like you think it's ready? It's not ready. No, it's just not ready. And I'm like, okay. He's like, but then he explained <laughs> the accent. Yeah. Then he said, okay, you make, you make caramel ice cream and I'll make caramel ice cream. And I said, okay, chef, no problem. And mm. uh, dude, he fucking schooled me, my guy. <laughs> yeah. So he's we going for caram- the other note. He so understood the mommy. That's what it was. Yes. And I'm like, and I was like, I was like, I made, I made caramel ice cream and guess what? It was good. It was like dulce de leche. Yeah. It was sweet. It was nice. It had, it was, it was mm. good. He made caramel ice cream and this shit blew my mind. And let me tell you, <laughs> and let, let me tell you the way he explained it to me. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, um, Americans are stupid. That's, and that's what he said. I know he's, he's French, you know, that's yeah, how yeah. French people are. So look, don't take offense. If you're American, this is how French <laughs> European are. They're very forward and they like to give a shit. Okay. That's just the way it is. And he was, he was telling me to develop the flavor. You have to burn the sugar a little bit because when you add mm. cream, when you add cream, you are dialing back you know the bitterness yeah. but the thing is the thing is is then he added a pinch of lemon you know what i'm saying so he's balancing the flavor so no are you gonna eat are you gonna eat a whole bucket of this ice cream no it's one quenelle on the dish it has to be exciting yes and i was like exactly. you know what, damn it you're fucking good man and i'm like yes you're right <laughs> I'm, no i'm, I'm serious really man. annoying bro the percentage I'm of get, salt I get added, you. you know what i'm saying 0.25 percent salt you know, a squeeze mm-hmm. of lemon into the Paco. And, and um, you know, he was explaining this to me as a pastry, you know, as a pastry chef. And he was explaining to me the technique behind it. Now, in any mm-hmm. other kitchen or restaurant, that caramel would have been burnt and thrown away. It would have been thrown away. Of course. Literally. Of course. It was, it was burnt. It was, it was black. And I'm like, it, okay, it wasn't black. It was uh, very, very dark, way darker yeah. than amber. And um, that right there was the first time I was ever, like, called out, right? Like, of, like, you know, the mm-hmm. Then the second time is when I got into, you know, Chinese and Asian cooking in general. You know what I'm saying? This is a flavor. Mm-hmm. Bitter is the flavor. Bitter greens, bitter melon. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All of these things take, you know, are in the wheel of cooking. You know what I'm saying? Think about, think about mm. stir fry. Think about cooking in the wok. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that would look burnt for us is not. 
You know what I'm saying? Not, not even close. It's, you know what I I'm know. saying? Like, dude, I, I remember watching, uh, you know, a pro, uh, you know, working the walk at uh, Spago. And, uh, you know, at Spago, there's a walk set up. And oh, is there? And that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool, man. It's really cool. And, you know, I, man, I'm not going to lie. The way I cook my stir fry is I always like par cook the vegetables and then I'll stir fry. Then I'll, then I add the garlic. Mm. Then I'll take everything out, then stir fry the garlic and the ginger real quick. No, they do it first. They bring out yep. all the, the, the car- they caramelize it. Caramelize the motherfucker. They caramelize the hell out of it, right? In ours, mm. in our eyes, it would be considered burnt. But the problem is, is when you're using bitter vegetables and when you're using, uh, you know, different types of vegetables, especially like turnip and, and daikon, like the way it was explained mm. to me was actually made sense. Where you need to level up the flavor, right? So, yes, is it super high heat? Yes. Do you risk the chance of actually scorching it? No. But you want to have it like at that that stage right where it's like soup because you know when any like garlic or onions you get to a point Mm -hmm. where it's almost like uh it's not burnt but it's like super flavorful almost like yeah crispy super flavorful and it's crazy and uh yeah charred so you know and that's 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 my two cents on it listen i actually i'm probably going to do it that video because i want to one i want to chase it but two i want to explain do you know what yeah yeah, no do it i freaking duet it i think i might have duetted already and it might be in my drafts i'm not sure no it's just it's just insane. I'm trying to explain, but like the I think what people is not wrapping their heads around. It's not yeah. just that sauce, right? So I have a tare that goes with it yeah. on my ramen, and that's the sweeter, even more sweet component. Do that's, you like Do you uh, like remake your tare every single uh, like time you I use have it? To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like add? I you keep to. adding to it, like a mom keep adding dude. to it, but. Swear to God, bro. I mean, I'm old school, bro. You know how it is. Yeah. So listen, I mean, when you, I meet, you would know. I meet the not, not yakitori guy, the yakitori guy. You know what I'm talking about on Instagram. I do. I mean, I'm I do. taking. I'm if you hey, if you listen to this, I'm taking a. I'm when I if I ever we ever do a collab, I'm taking a half deli cup of that tare, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna it's keep all adding. about the end drippings. You have yeah. to keep adding to it. Exactly. Keep tasting it. And the craziest thing, Chef is looking at me like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Bro, I know you. You don't understand it yet." Yeah. But like, give give this a week. I guarantee you, this will blow your fucking head off. Like, just the amount of flavor. Yep. It keeps uh keeps adding on to us because we keep adding the animal fat. Sure. And now he's like, "You're good. It's fine. I don't I don't even say anything." I was like, "See, yeah. told you." But yeah. y- you have to have an open mind for it. Of course, of course, man. And like, that's why I like eating different cultures of food. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many different flavors. Mm-hmm. There's so many different like, you know. I just, pff, dude, I'm a big fan, man. I'm a really big fan. Yeah. Especially that listen, is the man, drama I, right I now. I don't know if you saw my my ramen video. I made ramen uh, quite a Did while back. Did you make it? I made ramen uh, Which quite one? a while back. I made tonkatsu. I love tonkatsu. Oh, but the tonkatsu. No, I have not. I'm gonna look it up. But but here's the thing. You know, well, I like. I like right now, to look it up. I like this is uh, debatable. This is not well. It's not debatable. Okay. It's, it's actually against tradition. I like the roast. I like to roast okay. the bones. I roast the bones. Okay. Yeah. Some people don't. Some yeah. People yeah. Don't. Some people are against it. I just like, listen, man, I'm, I will always go for flavor over look always. Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't roast the bones, but man, let me tell you something. And I use bacon fat to emulsify back in. I just feel like yeah. that. I feel like that smoky cured mm-hmm. flavor just brings the, again, brings it to it. It brings the tonkatsu to it. Yeah, it really level. does. Yeah. You'll Actually, notice um, I made, I made my tonkatsu uh, about a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But if you notice on my broth, I know I know you would probably notice it, but my broth is like brown. It's not yeah. that milky white because yeah. it's roasted. And I cook it over for a specific reason because I don't want that. But you also note um, there's a quick little two seconds, uh, the bone marrow. I'm actually adding it right back. I'm squeezing it in 
to the ramen. And Dude. if you're just taking a second, you're like, what is that? Bro, I'm telling you right now. Instant crazy flavor yeah. with the fat. And yeah. it just cuts right through. But, you know, on the normal eyes, you're like, oh, okay, that's that was weird. Didn't, didn't know what that was. But yeah, it's like a little trick for, for the chefs. We're like, oh, my God, he added bone marrow back in. Yes. yes. That's dope. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's man. That's the, tic- that, that's the TikTok drama right now. It's quite fun. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, well, listen, you know, you know, what I was nice. you know what I've always wanted to do? You know what I say is I say, hey, let, listen, why don't we go live? Why don't we debate live? Because, yeah. like, you know, hey, amazing. Let's, let's have a conversation about it because like, I like to have these conversations. Listen, if I ever got challenged in the kitchen, I always used to say, like, what's your point of view? Like, I, I, I don't yeah. I don't have the answers to everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't have on. You ain't got the answer, Sway. I don't have all the answers. I used to tell, you know, I used to tell cooks all the time, like if you taste something or if you don't like something or if it doesn't like sit right with you, dude, let's talk about it. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, I have the final say, but at the same time, it's, it's a team effort, right? Like I used to push cooks mm-hmm. to get dishes on the menu, push them like, Hey, give me a salad. Right. Because yeah. if they don't fail and then start over and fail and start over, dude, they're never going to get anywhere. They're never going to have the structure to be able to be Correct. able to write your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And actually, I'm going to post a video of like uh, photos of the, the dishes that I had cooks put on the menu. Like, this is your dish. Uh-huh. This is your ownership. You're going to make sure that Mise Plus is on the goddamn station. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I did the same for apps. Like, I'm like, yeah. guys, I need an app this week. And then this is the caveat. Whoever wins the week, I give them 50 bucks. Oh. It was like crazy for them. They were like the nuttiest yeah. thing. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to get it this week. I'm yeah. fucking doing it this week. Yeah, man. Whoever like, made the I best sales really, of it. I think it's really important to push creativity. I've worked yeah, with a man. lot of chefs that, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they want to have everything for themselves, man. They didn't like, you know, yeah, they weren't no, no, really, no. you know, and I, I told myself as a chef, I was never going to be like that. Here's a good example. KC, I wanted to learn how to butcher fish. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know. I didn't like in school, I yeah. broke down one fish, right? One. That was it. They didn't yeah, let you like. I remember at the Breakers Resort, like I, re- if it wasn't for the dude, I what came in on my day off. Okay. Like the butcher was messing around with me. I was like, Hey, you know, listen, I'm a young cook. I just want to learn how to butcher fish. And I'm like, you know, nobody's taught me. And he's like, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what you say with a hundred pounds of yellowtail salmon or yellowtail snapper. He's like, I'll see you here at 6am tomorrow morning. And I'm like, well, actually I'm off on, uh, you know, I'm I'm off on Sunday. I'm sorry. I was off on Sunday, Monday Would one of those days be Mm -hmm. fine. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. Come in Monday. That's when we get our fish in. (laughs) Dude, swear to God, I was there at 555. And I did it mm. all day with them. And here's the thing. Once wow. I did, once I, once I fucked up 20 fish, <laughs> dude, I was, it was fine. It was fine. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. once I did it, like, you know, I was, I started scaling and I, you know, I just, and then I was like, you know what? This is wonderful. Like, and then the lead butcher. You have came to learn it. What is he doing here? You know, why is he here? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just learning. And he's like, no, he's like, you're this is money. And he started talking about money and blah, 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 money. And I'm like, dude, like, why does it got to be like that? You know, like, yeah, and then I'm here to learn. Salmon. Same thing with salmon. No chef wanted to f- have the salmon fucked up. Well, guess what? I'm sorry. It's going to take a few. Right. Yeah. And on the yeah, days, yeah. Um, you know, I remember being at Spago and I would tell like the cooks, I'm like, listen, when we go to make smoked salmon. I want you to fillet the salmon. And oh, see, that's nice. That's nice of would, you. They would be very intimidated. And I'm like, listen, I would much rather sacrifice this $70 piece of fish in order for you to learn a technique that somebody will never be able to take away from you. You know mm. what I'm saying? This first of all, mm-hmm. this was back when salmon was only like, you know, five, five, six dollars yeah, a pound. Yeah, like, okay. Not right. too much. Right now, now like, you can't do it. No, 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 no. But I think salmon it's is insane right now. 
Yeah, I think it's important to get cooks up and going through this process because I'll tell you what, man, I met I've met far too many sous chefs that don't know how to butcher. Far too many. You know, yeah, no. and the thing is, is nobody's teaching it. Nobody wants to waste money on the protein. And I totally get it. But uh, at Hotel Bel Air, I would make some of the cooks. I'm like, hey, oh, you don't you ran out of veal chops. OK, go break down a rack. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, oh, you yeah. go. I'll teach you how to you French. Only have, you only have seven portions of fish. Oh, OK, well, guess what? Go back. Go back. You know, <laughs> you got 20 Let's minutes. Let's go. Yeah. And like the thing yeah. is, is, I would never let them fail. But the thing is, is you have to get to that point where you're being pushed, where you only have a certain amount of time to get your fucking station set up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. If if not, then guess what? You're not conditioning yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I kind of miss that. I'm, and I can't complain because my current job is like, cush. But this is, there, this there's is no mistakes, assaulting. only learning opportunities. And as chefs, we should first be teachers to teach our young cooks and a boss second. Wait. And as chefs, shouldn't we first be teacher to our young cooks and a boss second? Yes, yes and no. It's very controversial. And like the thing is, is for me as a leader, I think of it this way. And Casey, you might not think of it this way, but this is this is how I think mm-hmm. of it. Um, my leadership style changed ever since I had a kid, my first child. And okay. let me explain. Before that, I was, you know, I was gung ho. I would run circles around you. I would outcook everybody. I used to be very egotistical. And like, if you didn't work out, like, bro, I would just ride you until the wheels fell off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I wow. Would, okay. Seriously, I, I was you. that type of chef. Like, it was, it was bad, man. It was bad. I, you, you know what I'm saying? And then I learned um, once I had my first kid, um, you know, like, here's a good, um, here's a good, like, way to download this is I would never fire my child, right? Mm. I would do whatever it took to teach him how to tie his shoes, how to ride a bike. Oh, you know what? I got to teach him how to ride a bike, but I I would teach him everything (laughs) he needs to know to set him up to be successful because you know what? I'm his father and um, it's up Mm. to me. And, um, you know, I treat my cooks and employees the same way, right? I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to do whatever it takes not to, and Mm. obviously come on, like sexual harassment, stealing, things like this, this is out of my control. But if they're having trouble, you know, managing their time, you know, things along this lines, instead of me getting frustrated, I'm going to take the extra 15, 20 minutes to make sure that they download what I'm saying. Now, here's the other thing I'll play devil's avocado is, you know, they have Mm. to be receptive to feedback. I've met a lot of people. I've met a lot of people and a lot of cooks. They just don't want to do their fucking job. Like, yeah. (laughs) They just want to sit there and stand. I get it. I absolutely get it. Totally get it. it. Like this is not for you. That's fine. But guess what? Um, We need to come to a happy medium where I'm happy and you're happy. So let's figure Mm -hmm. that out and let's figure it out quickly because I've met cooks that just don't want to work. Like they don't want to, they don't want to work and I totally get it. Um, But Mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. And uh, it's a crazy world out there. No, I, I get your style, but I've always been, I've always been like, let's take two seconds. Let me show you the process real quick. That's always been me. I've you never can't been keep what you have and let you give it away. Yeah. So I've always been, I've always been that guy. So I will always take my time. If you you're really have a genuine guy. question, cool. You're not, <laughs> I'm not the other guy, uh, but I've always been the, the type of person who's like, yeah, let, let's, let's take a moment. This is how we do it. Uh, I want you and to I've, do it now. I've had some, I've had some tough, I've had some tough moments like that, bro. Especially with mm. like younger cooks that are like, you know, seriously overwhelmed. And it's funny because for me, yeah. it's like, it's like, dude, like, honestly, I've been to this shit before. I remember hopping on this mm. one kid station, like, uh, you know, and I won't say his name. I won't put him on blast, but he literally mm. just was not set up. He just didn't set up a station. And yeah. so I'm like, hey, stop. I'm going to take over. I need you to grab this, 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 this. Like, I'm like, just go. Gra- I, set up. As, as a chef, you can walk <laughs> on the station. Look, as a chef, you can walk on the station and say, okay, all right, I'm fucked right now. Okay, great. No problem. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then I'm like, listen, I'm going to take over. This is what I need you to do. 
And uh, dude, he broke down. I'm like, go get me bolognese, go get me penne, oh, wow. go get me this, go get me that. Dude, he just fucking crumbled, right? Crumbled. And oh, like, he was Yo. on saute? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, go get me this shit right now. It's not time to, it's not time to be weak. Go give me yeah. this shit right now. And then guess what he did? He got me the stuff and he was super upset. And like, and I'm sitting there cooking, bro, getting him out of the shits, right? And mm. um, you know, he got super upset. Dude, he, my man walks over to the clock. He's about to clock out. And I looked at him and uh-huh. I said, Hey, if you clock out right now, don't ever come back. You have oh, an option. Snap. I said, you have a choice right now. If mm. you decide to clock out right now, that means you are abandoning your shift and you are don't ever come back. And I wanted mm. to give him that ultimatum. He deserves it. Of course. You know, because I think I think now honestly, you know, he came back the next day and apologized and all that good stuff. But I think mm. it's important to know that that is tough love right there. That is yes. becoming a man. And mm-hmm. there's people, there's two types of people in this world. There's one person that if you put a gun to their head, they're going to figure out how to try to get out of it. If there's another person yeah. that you put a gun to their head, not, I don't mean that literally, please, God damn it. Internet yeah. webs, don't <laughs> clip this. And I don't mean it literally. Then, you know, they just crumble and get to their knees and beg for, for their life. Mm. But he looked at me, clocked out and he, and he walked out and I said, okay. And I said, boom, and I started picking up a station anyway. So I was like, okay, great. Well, you know what? He's going to learn tonight because this is what's mm. going to happen. He's going to clear off because I told him, I said, yo, go take a lap. Go take a lap. It's fine. Like, dude, I've been through this so many times before. Bro, working. Yeah. <laughs> a little too late. I'm about to clip that. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> dude, you, you got to be careful. Once you put, once you put it on the web, that's it. You never get it back, bro. Like, mm. and uh, I just got to pre- preface this by saying, I didn't mean it literally. <laughs> But um, <laughs> dude, it was funny because then everybody was in shock. Everybody was in awe. And I'm like, listen, service, the show goes on everyone. Okay. Yeah. All right. No matter Let's what. Let's go. Let's go. Cause I'm coming to the window. Here we go. And like, here's the thing. That's why I think, and this is off topic, but I think as a chef, you need to know every station in the kitchen, dish, yes. dishes, hundred percent, pantry, grill sides. It doesn't matter. You need to know how to work that station. Right. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, um, you know, not only did I win that night, I won because I, I won the respect of all the other cooks that watched me absolutely dominate that station. Yeah. Okay. Made that station my yeah. bitch. You know what I'm saying? Why are you getting dude, crushed too? Yeah, it was, it like, was a hot app nothing. station. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even hard. Oh, you it was were like, hot apps. Okay. Yeah. It was like kid food, room, in-room mm. dining. You know what I'm saying? Easy, easy money. And um, then it's funny because the next day he came, he came in and I was smiling at him. I was like, come on, come in the office, brother. He was very, he was very emotional, which I expected, but I was like, listen, mm-hmm. I gave you an option last night. You know, why did you choose this option? And, um, you know, and it's funny because I kind of coached him through the situation, right? Yeah. Worked through yeah. the emotions. And let me tell you something. He ended up coming out the best, one of the best cooks I've ever had. What? Swear oh, to God. There you go. Yeah, man. Swear to God. He started as a dishwasher, bro. He started as a porter. And yeah. tell you right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, these motherfuckers are cl- cut from a different cloth. You get yeah. somebody from dishwasher from dishwasher to prep cook to cook, bro, warrior, yeah. different breed, right? You know what I'm talking about. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Different warriors. breeds. Yeah, and I'm so, that breed. I started dishwasher. Yeah, listen, man, listen. I, I started as a dishwasher too. I had no other choice. Mm. But like, so so to all my chefs out there, to all my chefs, my high level chefs, low level chefs, it doesn't matter. Take the time when a cook or somebody is asking you a question, fucking take the time to stop what you're doing. Look them in the motherfucking eyes and show them that you care because I Mm. think that is what's missing. Listen, when I was growing up as a chef, man, people like, dude, I got fucking swatted and like, you know, people were throwing, Mm. man, I am so against that nowadays. 
Yeah. It doesn't matter how busy I am. I, I make eye contact. I say, Hey, what, what do you need? I'm going to help you out right now. We're going to, we're going to get yeah. through this. Cause I think it's important, man. You know, you know what it's like when you're in the middle of the ship oh, Saturday dude. night getting absolutely crushed. Dude. So I'll get, I'll share with you a story. Um, the last six months when we were closing my other corporate restaurant and everybody already knew and people would take off Saturdays. I, I can't do anything. I can't really fire them because I need them, you know, for, for the remainder of the, the six months. So it will be just me and my Sue. And we would do $30,000. I would be on Saute and Grill. Uh, my suit would be on, he would be on fucking four station. He would be on oven, fry, steam, and like back prep. And we would push, Brandon, we would push like 400 plates. Just the two of us. No, no talking either. We just like, I'm, we're, we're like side eying, watching, yeah. you know? Because, you know, we've, we've all done the motions. We know it. Yeah. Um, but like literally in concert as the, the stuffs are going, I need this. And I'm expoing on, on fucking hot side. Yeah. I'm like, this goes out. Boom, boom, boom. And we have KDS. I'm like, y'all ain't keeping up with me right now. Let's go. I need yeah. this fucking plates out. And I had two doors. So we were running entrees on the main one. And I was running hot apps and like the other steam preparations on like the big door. I'm like, guys, come on. I, it's two guys here. If you guys can't keep this up. Which is the two of us on Saturdays, man. That was rough. But yeah, the the next the next Saturday, they're like, "Oh, who worked the stations?" I'm like, "The both of us," and they just looked at us crazy. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, we the show goes on if you guys are not here." However, yeah. if you walk out right now, that's that's on you. So I I will yeah. never hire you back. Just to let you know. Yeah, you're rid of I, my well, contact. I, I will yeah, never I go stay, back. Yeah, yeah. You know what, man? And it's funny because I kind of like um I don't know about you, Casey, but I I, I miss situations like that because. You know, it one not only does it make you a better leader, but it brings you closer mm. to um, you know whoever you have to you know put in check, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they don't know, you know, they, that's the thing. Some people, some people mistake the the kindness for weakness. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. And that's where they make the mistake, man. That's where they're severely wrong. But it was a crazy night. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Hey, what you got up this week, man? Are you just uh, working? You putting uh, specials on the menu? So I have. We have the fall, not the fall menu. We're, we're on the the winter menu. Uh, I'm removing four din- uh, four app, not apps. Well, I'm removing four plates and transitioning mm-hmm. them more into um, the winter stuff. So a lot more celeriac. Uh, we have mashed potatoes now. Mm-hmm. I, I that was not my call. That was chefs. Um, I have uh, beets. I have like any literally any root veggies that I can get my hands on. They're on yeah. the menu. Yeah, unfortunately, like mashed potatoes is one of those things. Like, you gotta. It has to be. It has to be on there. Yeah, it it is what it is. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy, man. I remember when we were uh, developing (laughs) the angler menus, and uh, we had a. It was like a a Hasselbeck potato, but instead of like Mm. being separated, it was just it was not separated. And then with this cheese sauce, and it was so funny because uh, Chef Skeens. Uh, you know, he hated it. He hates potatoes. He's like, I never order potato. He doesn't like potatoes? <laughs> no, he's a rice guy, man. And I totally get it. I'm a rice oh, guy. Oh, he's a rice guy. Okay. He's a rice guy. Yeah, he's a rice guy. I'm a rice guy. He's very big into Chinese. His wife is Chinese. And, um, you know. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. I get it. Yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. He's also a martial artist too, man. So he likes he really? the martial wow. arts. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, he's, you know, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, and it's funny because then he's like, okay, we're going to ask the next 10 people that come by whether they order potatoes or rice when they go to a restaurant. And guess what? Nine <laughs> out of 10 said, man, I always order potatoes. It's like Potatoes. Yeah. yeah, you have to, but you have to get potatoes. I have the little, uh, the red, the red finger potatoes, not mm-hmm. finger potatoes, but the, the red bliss potatoes, the bliss ones. Yeah. Um, and we're doing the smash preparation 
Yeah, uh, you boil like, it, you smash it, you fry yeah. it, put yeah. rosemary on for, it. For, for, like, yeah, for smashed, I like the uh, the small baby Yukons, which are really good. But the in all honesty, all honesty, I would do Red Bliss too because you know one, they have a good mouthfeel, and two, the skin is more palatable. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I totally Very. get that. And we can yeah. get the tricolored ones too, which Chef yeah. likes. So it's it's a compromise on both ends. I'm like, can we get can we get the the, the where, where are you getting where are you getting the potatoes from? Don't you dare say California. Uh, Canada. Canada. Canada? Yeah. Dog, what? Canada. Yeah, it's what coming from Canada. I don't bitch. know. Montprevera said <laughs> What? <laughs> They're sending these from Canada. They're coming from Canada. Bro, it's the weirdest you are thing. so close to the Midwest. What the fuck is wrong I with know. you? Dude? I don't fucking know. Like, Idaho I, is right there. Tide, bro. I know. Idaho is right Shep there. Don't want to. He doesn't dude. want to, man. You know how like the daily battle is with him. I'm like, okay, yeah. foie gras, Hudson Valley this week. He's like, how much is it? I'm like, uh, eighteen a piece. He's like, no, we're not doing that. D'Artagnan. And I'm just like, come on, man. Yeah. It's like yeah. the one time we can literally put the the staple on, but he doesn't want to. That's yeah. what I'm dealing with, Brandon. Like every fucking yeah. week, so I can't. Yeah, I can't. Like I try, but I I can't win. Most yeah, of the time. there's gonna be the day where you're gonna make a decision without him, without what, how does uh-huh. approval. And then, and then you're gonna have to have the conversation. Then we're like, hey, listen, this is why you hired me. This is why you hired me yeah. to make decisions like this. You know, and like, exactly. listen, you might not like the decisions I make, but that's the reason why I'm running this restaurant. He's and, off uh, next week. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, listen, He's you can't shit, you can't should be do should be behind his back, but at the same time, like, you will get oh, no, there. He knows. How long you been working there? Uh, this will be well when it turns November. It'll be five months. He knows that oh. when he goes when so he goes away. Got, you got time. I already yeah, yeah. I already told him. You got time, man. Like, listen, that's how French people bro, operate. Him. You got to blood. You got to bleed for them for like at least a yeah. year, eight months to yeah. a year. You got to bleed, and then uh, I mean, he put my ramen on the menu, so that's pretty good. Like, he, and he didn't understand the flavor, so for me, that's yeah. But I think I think direction. the chef de cuisine should always should be in charge of the menu. You know what I'm saying? The problem always. is he's a chef. Or, he's a chef owner, so he thinks he's, thinking he's a chef school. owner. Yeah. yeah, he's thinking old school. Super so like old for school. me, if I was the executive chef, the chef de cuisine would be in charge of the menu. And basically what I would do is I would go out in the dining room and we would sit down, me and him, and yeah. we would eat. I'd be like, okay, come yeah. on, let's go. Because here's the thing. You ain't cooking it, bitch. I want the cooks yeah, to cook. Man. Dude, exactly. there's so many times. That's, that's the whole you know purpose what? of it. Bro, you got to let the cooks cook, man. And I you know, I, I firmly believe this. Like, does, does chef ever eat in the restaurant? Does he ever eat, like, sit down and eat? Um. From the five months that I've been there, he'd been there twice to try my food. And he liked them both times. But that was oh. just twice. Oh, but he, he but doesn't he, like he's not in the restaurant? Or? He does, but he likes to cook. He doesn't like being outside. He doesn't like doing the, the exec side. Like, he just wants to hide behind a stove. I mean, uh, I'm not trying to go to go yeah. at him, but that, that's how so I he's, feel like he's He's not doing. like a working chef owner. He just kind of like... Comes in when he wants. Well, he's a working chef owner. Yeah, yeah he's a working chef oh. owner, but he wants, he always wants to be on a stove. He wants to do the cooking. He wants to, he doesn't okay. want anything to do with the outside, bringing in more revenue, et cetera. He's like, yeah. they will walk in because I've been here for 40 years, you know, et cetera. I get it. Yeah. Build a rapport. It will always be busy. But at the same time, you know, there's new blood now. Yeah. It's time for him to kind of transition Dog, out. That like, menu, when you sent me that menu, I was like, oh my God, you trapped in yeah, the 90s, son. Dog, yeah, you got dude. Adobe. Don't you have InDesign? Do you have InDesign or not? I sent, I sent him, Brandon, I sent him five designs. Five, my guy. And he yeah, goes, yeah. nah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's trapped in the 90s. Uh, that's okay. As long as you yeah. can wrap your head around that, that's totally fine, man. It's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. It's just yeah, like, it is, what it, like, it is what it is. 
Yeah, because like here's the thing, man. Like you know, unfortunately, like there's situations like that, and you know what? But um, you know, there's situations like that, like where you have to pick and choose your battles. You will probably mm. get, you will probably get like I don't know, maybe one or two silver bullets a year where you can like put your foot down after uh, you yeah. put in some work. But uh, you mm. know, that's not something to do it on the menu. It's not yeah, something. Yeah, it's Trust not. Me. You can because you but can. I do propose, it on. Like, I do it on food cost. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm sa- well, I'm literally saving him like six grand, six grand a week. Like it's insane. This dude is wasteful. I, I yeah. called him out on a chef. Not not really a meeting, but like yeah. I, I sent him a text with an email and like a breakdown of what we were like what we were doing. I'm like, yeah. this is your food cost. This is my food cost. Like I'm telling you right now, we don't need to order this much food. And then because yeah. he likes to, I think it's the the invoice thing. You know how? Because uh, you order you order every day for produce, right? You're an everyday mm-hmm. person. Okay, I'm the same way. And then proteins, as I needed, I will literally order it for the next day. He doesn't like that. It's one order, one or two orders for the entire week. So if anything goes bad, it is what it is. I'm just like, mm, that's not what we do, man. It has to be fresh. Like, yeah. we're, we're charging a buck 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, I, I don't know. Listen, and I hate to say it, and I'm sure you can agree, but you're a dinner only. So there's no, it's not yeah. necessary. It's not yeah. necessary to place your order for the week. You know what That's I'm what saying? You should be going like when the revenue comes in, then you spend the money. When the revenue comes in, yeah. you spend the money. Listen, vegetables, who gives a shit? That's not where your cost is, like within reason, but mm. protein is where it's at and you're making the right decision, you know? Because yeah. here's the thing. I think the reason why he does this is because you weren't you weren't able to get things every single day like back in the day. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Probably, so that's why you know? Because no, listen, when I was his too, it's like 40 years, you know? Yeah, and, and I was like, years, I was like, because listen, way. when I was at Oreo, when I was at uh, in Las Vegas at Oreo, um, you know, we placed an order like pretty much every single day, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays were our like special orders. Mm. And I remember placing the order, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what, we're, you know, we are not ordering enough. You know what I'm saying? Where it was the opposite. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Where chef wanted the food, we were driving the food cost down so low, where we just didn't have enough inventory. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. So here's what happened. So we were a day behind schedule. So basically, what would happen is is we wouldn't have the product in house for the prep cooks to prep. So we would give, we would put things on their prep list that were like, they'd be waiting for the order to get there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't the- prep day of. Oh, that's yeah. a little, that's a so, little anxiety driven. Yeah. And so it was funny because like, I noticed this and I'm like, Hey, I'm like, chef, we need, we need to up the food. Like we need to place yeah, an order like in advance because like it yeah. has to, okay. So here's the thing. So what I did was I literally ordered double one day. I remember I was like two cases of potatoes, two cases of this. And mm. I remember chefs saying, like, why is there so much shit? And I'm like, dude, just watch. Just yeah. watch and learn. So that way when the when the prep cooks <laughs> came in, they, they immediately had the list and what they needed to get done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're not waiting for the produce, for the order. because. But yeah. then he was like, well, they just need to come earlier. I'm like, dude, you have no control over it. that. You don't yeah. have control over that freaking their freaking truck. <laughs> and uh, and I remember it was so much more efficient, bro. The prep cooks were looking at me at 12, 12 o'clock. They're already done. And I'm yeah. like, this is great. Now this is what we need for nighttime. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have them yeah. you know, are hopping now on the other shit. Action. Dude, oh my God. Yeah. And it was so Look much more efficient. So they're not waiting for shit, dude. You know, yeah. because here's the thing. Sometimes you get you get a case of pears, right? And what happens? They're rock hard. They need a day or two yeah. to ripen. You know, and mm. we were being forced to poach pears that were just not delicious. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I don't like that. I'd rather take it off the menu. If you're going to give me a pear that tastes like a baseball, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously, bro. Dude, I swear to God. I swear to God. True Casey, facts. Man, like, True dude, facts. In California, there are the dude. 
I know the, you the, told me already. I get it. Dude, I want. I, I would like to listen. Say and it's like it's like I feel so Stone sad. Hill, you said when, right, Doug. When I go to Whole Foods and I see shit from Canada and fucking Chile and Argentina and freaking, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, this is just sad. They don't get me wrong. They do have local stuff, but um, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is, man. The demand is there. If somebody wants cherries in winter time, they're gonna get them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody has somebody's making them at a different country, you know, and shipping them over, yeah. and that's what it yeah. is. I get it. Also, yeah. cost, you know, it's not as expensive. But yeah. um, Doug, as we what? do transition, though, oh, I, know, sorry, I just want to share with everybody, like while while we do have them, um, we do have a new channel uh, oh. account, rather, the actual for our podcast on TikTok, Breaking Bread Podcast. So if you guys can follow that, that'd be great. The, all our clips here and all our stuff will literally live there. And then also on the YouTube, uh, the Breaking Bread Podcast, T H A. Um, that's uh that's our new joints uh, that Brandon and I will will be posting. And then you can we will make like a little pin thing on our channel. That way, yeah, it will like inform everybody to come over here. But that's all I wanted to say. Like, man, I do want to <laughs> uh, show this though. Uh, this is from Greg. I don't think people understand how impressive four hundred plates is just between two and a line and a weekend chef. Yeah, I don't I don't want to toot my own horn, but like our yeah. our process was so ingrained. Between yeah. the two of us, uh, man, Brandon, I, 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 at some point, I really want you to meet Sean. Sean is my other half. Yeah. Uh, um, on my other That's podcast, good. he's my sous chef. Yeah. The homie is so good. Like, yeah. when he, because we, we separated, we parted ways because uh, there was another store down in South Jersey, and that's where he went. And ever since then, I'm just like, oh, it's not the same, man. Like, damn, I can't yeah. push out the place as fast as I can. But if, yeah. him, if him and I are in there, it's like in sync. Like, it's, it, I feel... I feel complete. Like I can do fucking everything because if yeah. I'm missing out, Sean's making it already. Dude, I remember, I remember one it, time. I'll make dude, it. I, I, that's crazy. I remember one time, uh, and I know exactly what you're saying. I remember one time in uh, Las Vegas, especially, dude, we were, we got murdered, man. We did mm-hmm. like 200, 220 plus covers, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember changing the presentation on the plates mid-service, right? Like, oh, wow. Literally, literally, literally garnish, protein, sauce, gone. Fuck the microgreens. Fuck slicing. <laughs> Got to go. Out it goes. Seriously, hey, I've been there. Been there. Yeah, and, like, and like seriously, I'm like, yo, drop. You need to. You need to put a steak knife on the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not slicing this duck. Let's go. Like we're not. We. You know, you couldn't. We. I mean, it was just too much, yeah. man. We had two like twenty tops. Two. And here's the thing, man. Like you know, when you get in those situations, there's absolutely nothing you can do. You just got to get fucking wrecked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, it um, is. You just kind of like, uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and you it was just so funny keep because trucking I away. Yeah, I remember telling the, the cooks were like, "Thank you so much, chef, man. We would have went down, like especially <laughs> for the pot, the pastas, man. Like we, because we used to take time and plate it, twirl it up nice, parmesan. Yeah, fuck microgreens. Yeah, well, not okay, <laughs> not fuck microgreens, but I only like. I was telling um, Chef Salty, I only like um, microgreens that actually bring flavor to the like plate. Flavor. Or, they have to be a reason, right? I don't yeah. like hydro microplanes, uh, microgreens. I only like microgreens that are grown in soil because of the flavor. Mm-hmm. And I only like uh, microgreens that actually taste like something. So uh, herbed, herb microgreens, micro cilantro, micro celery, micro this, you know what I'm saying? Or like, or uh, like cruciferous vegetables. So, mm-hmm. so broccoli, Basil. cabbage. Yep. And, and also mm-hmm. like, um, like micro radishes, micro radishes, radishes. the bomb. But yeah, I agree. Throwing a micro mix on a whole bunch of shit, dude, that shit reminds me of like 1974. Um, yeah, we should go exactly. to my restaurant. That's what we put on uh, 80% of our stuff. I'm like, chef, can we just, it took us, you know, it took me four weeks to source a local guy to grow us the stuff. I'm like, I found yeah. a guy. Can we just 
Can Did you ask him to leave him? it in the tray? Ask him to leave it in the tray, man. I, he's sending me into the, it's uh, it's grown in coconut husks, I, I guess. Uh, That's what it is. And I snip him off right in. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like phenomenal. He's like, oh, okay. why? I'm like, um, well, it grows another round from a, from a source. Yeah, what do you say? Someone mentioned. He was like, oh, interesting. I didn't know. So what you're telling me is like, you're saving an extra week. I was like, yeah, kind of. You should have never said anything, bro. I should have said anything. But like, he well, understands it, grows, right? it now. But- Did he regrow? Do you see it? it Did it regrow? It grows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially so you can, the broccoli. You, can get, you can get like, uh, you can get a few cycle. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know what type of seed he's using, but um, mm. so the way I found this out is because I asked for it in the tray and then I started snipping them. I went to go put it outside in the dumpster and nobody threw it away because uh, I didn't want to just be an asshole and throw it into the dumpster. So I just yeah. put it there and I totally forgot about it. Dog, you know, obviously it started it raining. Again. Dude, the next week I came out and then uh, somebody had mentioned in housekeeping or uh, in um, how, or security or one of the, I forgot what department it was. They came in the hotel and they Somebody's were like, going hey, herbs hey, in the back. They're like, hey, chef, man, we saw you could you got a garden out back. And I'm like, what? And then I went outside <laughs> and there's four trays of microgreens like full. Oh, dude. wow. Oh, like, and I was like, yeah. oh, snap, son. Yeah. And then so we sniffed them off. We sniffed them and I'm like, dude, and then mm. I think we got like two rounds. You get a couple rounds out of them. But I got about a round because I think it's he's growing them in husks, so it's like a little weird. I get I don't know. I've never oh, had it. I've never dude, they have, tra- they have these like microgreen trays. You should ask them to grow it in the microgreen tray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll ask them. Anyway, Let's see if hey, you know the same thing happens with scallions, right? You put the scallions back. If you just put the scallions in water, they'll grow right back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's same, yeah. But we so, don't use scallions. Have, have, it has to have a root. That's the problem. It has to have a root. Yeah, we don't have the roots on it. It's just like it's like snipped all up. It is what it is. You know, that's uh, yeah. nothing too crazy on our end, though. But Brandon, as we do, um, as we do, and you want to, well, do, we only have a, a few people on here, but do we want to do some overrated and underrated stuff? Yeah. 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 Let's go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So check this out. Um, I only have a couple. Uh, overrated, underrated, lobster, mac and cheese. Yeah. You know what? I got, I got hustled into doing a lobster, mac and cheese for TikTok. Oh, no. Of, no, you did not. Yeah. Oh, for TikTok. Back, it's okay, I, it's I try, okay for TikTok. I try, I try to make it a, but I, I'm going to say that lobster, mac and cheese is overrated, especially with truffle oil. Get the fuck out of mm, here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm over it. I don't want to see it ever <sighs> again. Don't ever ask how me. Much is the, um, how much are the prices on lobsters on, on your side over there? Oh, well, it fluctuates, man. At first, they were trying to give them away for free. And then uh, now they're about, uh, you know, somewhere around, uh, you know what? I don't even know off the top of my head. I want to say, I didn't, because, you know, I don't look at, I don't look at the invoice. Oh, I just ordered. Okay. <laughs> I'm at, I I'm at 37 a pound for chicks. chicks. Yeah, you know what? No, I was paying way less, dude. I was paying way yeah. less. I, I'll find out. I can find out. It's okay. I, can, I was just yeah. trying to mention because, like, we still, I mean, obviously, Maine's right there, so we get most of our lobsters up in the Northeast, but, like, it's, I it's think so that's still pricey. expensive, though, man. Isn't yeah, that, no, it's expensive. Yeah, it's very expensive. Yeah. My my old company can get them for twenty one ninety nine a pound, but they they harvest it themselves. That was, like, the, the oh. big bonus with uh, legal seafood. I, I'm actually allowed to tell oh, you. Oh, legal seafood. They know legal seafood. Yeah, my former company. That I was the, the exec on one of the locations here. Oh, that's dope. Um, and then, and then final one. I do wait. What did I just do with it? I got one more. Well, I, I guess I exited it out. Um, but I want to talk about oysters. Overrated, underrated. Like, Dog, I, I guess it just I got, depends. Hold on, right? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. One point five pound lobster to one point seven five pound lobster, two pound plus. Please ask your sales for price. But they have it here at eighteen ninety nine a pound. Eighteen ninety nine. Wow, half of it. Half price. 
Jeez, uh, can't win. For That's IMP, so pricey. International Marine Products. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, it's a uh, it's pricey shit. Uh, we get them all from the Upper Northeast, so it's yeah. ridiculous. And then crab, uh, I'm I'm taking out crab next week. It's uh forty nine dollars now a pound. I it's it's skyrocketing. For the can? I don't for the know can or? for a can for the can. Yeah, Even the cheapo it. stuff, like just lump, not jumbo lump, or like super lump. I it's um it's bananas. I'm like um. We gotta exit out or do yeah. um, you know do what? I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Can see, I don't even like canned crab. I really don't. I don't mind it. You know, it's, it's no. I know. I listen, listen. You're right. But listen, I live in I live in the Pacific. Like over here, man, it's crazy because when we have that fresh dungy and fresh fresh crabs, like dude, you just I like you love crab. Like dude, would you, you look at like regular like canned crab like as cat food? That's how I look at it. Yeah. But here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I'll be honest. When I was in Florida and in Maryland. Uh, you know, and DC area, I didn't know the difference, bro. And then it was only when, when mm. I became a chef and I tasted fresh Jonah crab, fresh stone crabs, fresh yeah. Dungeness crab, and like king crab fresh, like killed alive. Mm. And then my palate developed and I'm like, fuck, I don't yeah. like canned crab. It yeah, tastes yeah. like cat food. Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> dude. But yeah, you know what? Know. Here's the thing people the, love it. People love it. And they you know do. What? Not, they don't know any better, to, too. They're just like, yes, absolutely. Crab. Ooh. Yeah. I'll take, I'll, yeah. I'll take that jumbo lump. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's too expensive. But yeah, man, as we do end, uh, Brandon, uh, if you just want to tell them some other, maybe like a like a takeaway before we do end. Yeah. Our- yeah. So listen, if you're not following us on our socials, man, all that stuff will be linked down below. I think what's really important is we're going to we're going to separate this podcast to create its own thing. We mm. go live every week, depending on our work schedule. So listen, it's not going to be a specific time, but we just link up and then we just shoot the shit. So if you're into mm. being a chef or you're an upcoming cook, a culinarian, and biggest thing, if you want to us to mention or talk about something or better yet, debate something, because I think this is what's missing in the um, the generation of cook. Like, I'll be more than happy mm-hmm. to debate anything with anybody. So I think what's really important is, is put that down in the comments on what you would like us to talk about. And we'll go mm-hmm. from there. Holla. Yes.